13:15. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we'll look at some of the themes that the scriptures that were. But this one, I just thought that it says that. Therefore, verse 15 and 16. Therefore, let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to his name. And don't forget to do good and to share with those in need. These are the sacrifices that please God. So the preceding verses were talking about the fact that they used to sacrifice with the blood of bulls and animals, and then the blood of Jesus was shed. And because of that, we don't need to do those sacrifices again. But there's a sacrifice that we need to do, and that sacrifice is to continually praise God, isn't it? That is the sacrifice that is expected of us. And for the month in Leeds, because in Manchester we are looking, and in Hall we'll be looking, but in Leeds we'll be looking at showing appreciation because it's all good. Showing appreciation because it is all good. Amen. You have to show appreciation because it is all good. You see, when we are going to be using a couple of words interchangeably, because when we say appreciation, a lot of things come into mind. I gave a few of the definitions on Thursday, but you come to realize that, you know, sometimes when you say, oh, you are grateful, you are thankful, do you understand? You know, you are acknowledging it. So when we are appreciating, it comes in so many forms. A few minutes of appreciation is to give recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something. Don't worry, today I'm just going to introduce, I've looked at the time, I show you in the next 15 minutes we're out of here, we're going home to the snow. <laughs> Don't be afraid of it. Some of us, when it snows, won't go to the shop, won't go, if I even work. Yeah, today, today, you're watching me, okay. Today, you are lying in your bed for service because you look through the window and then you saw the snow. But we are here, we are here. Can the camera show them that we, are, we came to church and it's very warm in here. We are, we are here. So next week, next week is not going to snow, but then there will be snow again one of these Sundays in December, in January, and in February. It's not a prophetic word. It's just a, a fact from um, Pastor Michael. So please, don't let this happen to you again. Do you understand? Okay. Recognition and enjoyment. Now you feel like coming. Come, come. Even if you come for five minutes, it's okay. <laughs> Recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something. So we appreciate people. We appreciate things, isn't it? We even appreciate situations. A feeling or expression of admiration. A feeling of expression of admiration. Approval, an expression of gratitude. It also is to be thankful. It also is to acknowledge help. Yeah. Every one of us, if you are not sure you've received help, I came to tell you that all of us in this room, we have been helped by God. 
So if you can't think of anybody else who has helped you, I can give you one person who has helped you. God has helped you. It is because of God's help, God's assistance. That's why you're sitting here. Do you know that? Yeah. Because some people, even in the snow, they still go to the nightclub. There are some people, even in the snow, wherever they go and buy drugs from, they will find their way there. Don't worry, you have me for a few weeks. Don't worry, Reverend, I'll be back soon. It's okay. Oh, my, I will improve my examples very soon. Sorry. Valuing, respecting, cherishing, treasuring. So all these things are forms of appreciation. When you value something, when you respect something, when you put a prize on something, that means that levels, there are levels of appreciation because the prize you put some, on something is how you value it. Do, do you get it? Yeah. I said this before that somebody will see a painting and then they're excited. And then I, I believe it's the uh, president of America, son, went to splash paint on some things. And somebody bought it for almost $800,000. And it wasn't the value of the painting, but it was the value of his father. <laughs> so the price you put on something is dependent on the level to which you appreciate the person or the thing. That's why when somebody may bless you with something and then you forget to say thank you. Yeah, I think Reverend experienced some quite recently. And then when they forget to say thank you, <laughs> then the same need arises again. <laughs> and then at the time of asking for the need again, then they say thank you for the previous one. <laughs> <laughs> giving recognition and having a sense of indebtedness. Do you understand? When you appreciate something, it means that you know that you owe a debt of gratitude. Do, do, do you get some? Do you get it? Yeah. The Bible said that we should owe no man nothing except love. So it means that it is something that we have to give. Do you understand? Appreciation is something that we have to give. Because if you owe, you have to pay back. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying? Yeah. Appreciation is having a full or a better understanding of a situation. Somebody will come and gossip to you. Somebody will come and tell you something. And you don't have a full picture. But as more explanation, more light is thrown on it, you begin to appreciate the situation better. They are divorced. Why did they divorce? You know, you don't divorce. the Bible. Then the Maybe the lady comes and she says, I used to receive three slaps three times daily. <laughs> do, do you understand? It, it, it highlights something and makes you have a better appreciation why she walked away. Do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? So it gives you a better understanding. Do, do you understand? To know. And also, all through scripture, we, we see praise, praises, praising, praised. Do you understand? Praise. Is a high form of appreciation. Do you understand? We have gratitude, thanksgiving, but appreciation is higher than all of them. And that is why praise is exclusively reserved for God. Do you understand? Yeah. I, there's nobody on this planet, including King Charles, that we should... I know we have a song, our national anthem is about the queen and the king, isn't it? God save the queen. 
now it's king. Yeah, we forget. He likes politics too much, so sometimes we forget that, you know. So all across the book of Psalms, we'll come to realize that more than half of the book is focused on praise, on gratitude, on thanksgiving. You understand? You'll find another bit of it where it's deliverance, you know, all the challenges and the victories. But especially David's Psalms, you realize that he understood and appreciated God. He, was, he had a heart that was filled with praise. And this morning or this afternoon, I'm saying that we should show appreciation because it's all good. Reverend, why? Because Romans 8, 28, the Bible says that, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So this scripture, because sometimes the reason why we can't praise, the reason why we can't appreciate, is not because not everything is good. What do you mean by it's all good? Do you understand? But once you have an understanding or a mindset which will let you know that the fact that it says that all things work together for good doesn't mean that everything is good. But it means that God will still good, do good things even when there is bad happening. Do you, do you understand? Even in the face of adversity, God will always do something good because that is his nature. That is his character. God, The way God is, is that he does things that are good. The Bible says in John 16, 33, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, here on earth, here on earth, including leads everywhere, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is, the issues, and everything won't be good, but God will still bring good during bad. Bad doesn't become good, but when the bad is there, God will also come and perform the good. James 1.17. Because you see, when you have that man, a lot of people don't know how to... to Praise God, appreciate God, have a lighter life because of the heaviness of life, because of the challenges and the trials. But those challenges and trials, Jesus is telling that it's, it's here. It's, if, if, if we are going to live our life by our challenges and adversities, you will never praise God. You will struggle to be grateful. James 1.17, the Bible says that whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. You see, we are going to start with, about, with God, but you have to realize that God doesn't bring bad. Sometimes we, we, we want to equate, oh, those acts of God. <laughs> Do you understand? And you see that sometimes one of the foolish arguments you can get on a street when you are talking to somebody, if there's a God, why is there sickness? Why is there? <laughs> but you see, as a Christian, you, you are, the God you have, first of all, he's God. And that's just a fact. And for that, you have to praise him. And it doesn't matter who you are. 
if you sit down quietly, there will be things that God has done for you. And if you are patient enough, you also come to see the things that God is going to do for you. You will always, there is no, you cannot justify yourself. Why me? I won't praise God. Why me? I won't be grateful. And you see, you have to start with God because once you can show gratitude to God, now you can show gratitude to the people around you, to the things around you. You see, the, the gratitude, even yourself, some of us, we are not even grateful. Where we are concerned, we despise ourselves. But the gratitude, some must also come to you. Yeah, sometimes you have to say self, well done. Look at some of the things that you have struggled and struggled and God has helped you overcome. You have worked in contentment, in contentment with God and come this far. So you have to also say, well done. It's like self, it's like, so as for me, never, nothing. There, there are families that, in fact, I don't know, but at least when I was a child, I realized that our parents found it very easy. And if I liked it, to be able to go and show gratitude to people. But not within the home. I never, at least for the 10 years or so that my father was, I never saw him tell my mother, thank you. Do you understand? There's maybe, oh, nice food. No, I feel like I'm preaching to some husbands here. I feel like I'm knocking on some doors. Do you understand? Because a lot of things have been taken for granted. You see, naturally, when something is good, we are not excited to elaborate on it. To be when something is bad, there's a meeting. Most home meetings, family meetings, they are not having family meetings because I'm very blessed with the family I have. Oh, please. Oh, no, no, no. When there's family meeting, oh, there's shaking, 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 shaking. Yes. We, we have a meeting in the morning. We have a meeting tonight. Yes. And we bring it into various areas. Most of us at our workplaces, when you get an email, you have a meeting with HR. At, uh, <laughs> nobody looks at it. It's like, ah, my promotion has come. Immediately you are trying to analyze what can it be? What did I do? What are the... There's, there's, yes, is the redundancy getting to me? Am I included? Am I on the left? We don't see, we don't see it as... In a positive light. So it's like we make an effort when it's bad. In fact, I was learning something today. And I realized that wisdom comes whenever it comes. But what you, what you, what you realize is that there are some things that are not necessarily bad. But they are definitely not good. <laughs> do, do, do you get what I'm saying? Because not saying thank you, you are not insulting anybody. You're not gossiping about the person. You are, so let's say, let's use spouse. You are a good provider. You make sure there's light in the house. You've given them a nice house to stay. You've, everybody gets food. There's clothing and shelter. You haven't done anything wrong. So Reverend, what is saying thank you and showing gratitude? What? But you see, this morning when I was, I was listening to something and they, they were talking about how we can raise children wrongly. Because the Bible says that you should train a child in the way they should go. You understand? And as they grow, don't depart from it. And the revelation, it was the fact that 
the scripture intentionally said, train the child in the way they should go. Not train the child in what, where they should go and where they shouldn't go. But we raise children, sometimes even emphasizing more. Don't make bad friends. Don't swear. Don't drink. Don't smoke. Don't uh, don't this. And then once in a while, you have to learn. You have to. Uh, so the don't not do is the one that we emphasize on. But the Bible didn't say train them in the things they shouldn't do. It's focusing on train them in the things they should do. Because when you are training them the things that they should do and they shouldn't do, then you are taking them back to Genesis where the Bible says that the tree of good and evil, the knowledge of good and evil, don't eat it. Because God brought them and was like, till the land, do this. He was just telling them what to do. And the one line was, as for good and evil, we are not going to discuss. But we have all been raised and we have just come. Every time you are looking at both of it. Because you see, like, this season of appreciation, if you are looking at both sides, there are most people we can't say thank you to. There, most of us, people who have helped us have also been some way to us. Yeah. In the UK, people come, they get help. When they finish, they kill their people. They destroy their people. Because that is our humanness. So if we are focusing on that side, yeah. Because I'm saying that husbands show gratitude, wives show gratitude. Somebody is saying that, do you know my husband? Do, do you know my wife? Have you seen her level of manifestation? Were you there? Have you seen her? But you see, if our mind goes to the fact that stop looking at the negative and the don'ts and the don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't go here. Because if I'm teaching you, go to school, go and visit your uh, grandparent, go to church, go for prayer meeting, go. What I'm, I'm not making room for the don't do, don't go. Because if Friday evening you have to come for impact, that same Friday evening, your, your body cannot be at two places. So I don't need to tell you that don't go to the nightclub. Psalm 92. I pray that I'm helping somebody. I pray that I'm helping somebody. We like negativity. We thrive on it. And the world has taught us that. Most of us, the things we click on social media are the negative thing. Man kills wife. Hey. When you are holding your phone and they say family celebration, you skip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my daughter was telling me that by, by the nature of her job, she was telling me that on the internet uh, space, they have underground, uh, what do you call it? Dark web. Dark web is a, everything on the planet, Reverend Sam, goes on down there. Be, no, no, because I, I went to see my, um, I went to hospital to visit somebody and they were going through like what happened to him. And he said that he has just been told that when he had the accident and was bleeding, somebody who was driving saw the accident okay and stopped their car and came to film and sat in their car and went. So I have been discussing it with Phoebe that what is the person going to use that video for? But it will give him likes and takes on social media if he puts that there. You also take. 
You will open. Oh, what happened? It sells. Yes. Yes. When somebody on your Instagram and say, oh, my, my children are nice. This, this whole year, things have been okay for me. But when somebody is there, I'm just saying this, not to belittle anything, but when somebody is sharing something and says, I've been a rape victim since I was six, everybody will click it. Raped by my father. But when somebody writes, I have an amazing father who raised me, hey, please. <laughs> if, your, if your father raised you. <laughs> so, so, so what? <laughs> yeah. You see, when you even find yourself being bored, sometimes the bottom is a blessing. It means everything is okay in your life. You want excitement. You want something. That's why some people, they, they intentionally raise quarrels because that's their joy. To be able to frown, to be able to have a conversation. Yeah. Because if they say, I'm not talking, you know, there's nobody that they are not talking to. There's nobody they are quarreling with. They, they don't have an issue with it. Yeah. Some of you, you don't even like churches where there's peace. So somebody will walk into a church like this and say, oh, nothing's happening. What do you want to happen? All we need is salvation. Yeah. We like where there is fire. Psalm 92, verse 1 and 2, the Bible says that it is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name. You see why I say that thanks and praises, they are different. Thanks is level one. Enter his gates with what? And into his courts. Level one. So some of you, you have been at the gate. May you move from gate into the courts. To declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name. To declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. It is good. Which means that appreciation grants access to good. Yeah. If you want to see good things in your life. If you want to experience good, become somebody who appreciates, who is grateful, who is thankful. He says that it is good, it is good to give thanks to the Lord. I truly believe that there are many things. And as we go through various Psalms and various, you come to realize that thanksgiving brings more deliverance than anything. One of the things you realize about people who are unthankful or places where they have that mindset or that attitude or that spirit, evil dwells there. Second Timothy 3. Yeah. A sign of the presence of evil is ingratitude. Second Timothy 3. The Bible says that, I read from verse 1. You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times for people will love only themselves and their money. I'm reading the NLT, oh good. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, 
disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. And you see all the things are going on. But that presence of not showing gratitude is also a sign that evil is present. So maybe if you want the atmosphere in your house to change, go back home to your housemate, to your mother, to your wife, to your children, and show gratitude. There is something about gratitude. I mean, obviously, there are levels of gratitude. Some of us, somebody may even buy us, I don't know, a Jaguar, then we will send a WhatsApp, thanks. Gratitude provokes multiplication. We'll look at this one, then we'll go. Next week, we'll continue, because we haven't started. This one is introduction. This was good morning. How are you? I'm fine. Because this is a very important. It is something you learn. It doesn't come naturally. It is something you learn. Uh, Do you know that when we are young, we are taught, say thank you. (laughs) Use please. Yeah. In this part of the world, please is belittled. But in certain parts, everything's please. Please, can I have a cup of tea? Please, can I? So even when people send emails, you can read and say, well, this must be an African person. (laughs) Please, no. (laughs) Yes, please. Because if you don't add the please, a hand will appear from somewhere onto some part of your body that you did not. Or yes, when you don't say thank you, you won't even finish your sentence. And there will be administration. Yeah. yeah. We're taught to say thank you. Thank you. Somebody offers you a glass of water. Thank you. So, now you have children that when they get a present, even if the present is 1,000 pounds, they pick the present, they're gone. But gratitude provokes multiplication. When you do something for somebody and they don't acknowledge or appreciate it, Look at what it does to you. Because sometimes they don't even know what the effort that went into it. I told them to get me food. Look at the McDonald's that they've gone to bring them. Jeremiah 30, verse 19 to 22. There will be joy and songs of thanksgiving. And I will multiply... You see what happens when there's joy and songs of thanksgiving? <laughs> okay. I will. And I will multiply my people, not diminish them. I will honor them and not. So gratitude also brings honor and not despise them. Their children will prosper as they did long ago. So our gratitude will not only affect us, even our children will also be blessed by it. I will establish them as a nation before me and I will punish anyone who hurts them. Your gratitude will make room for you. Your gratitude will cause you to be settled. Your gratitude will establish you. At that workplace, as you go there, it's like, God, I thank you. I thank you for how far you brought me. I thank you for this job. I pray for this business. It will establish you. Don't understand why the promotion is coming and they are looking for you. But if you are ungrateful, why should they lift you up? 
and I'll punish anyone. They will have their own ruler again, and he will come from their own people. I will invite him to approach me. It means that your gratitude also generates intimacy. The more grateful you are, the closer you become. So if you are very grateful to God, your intimacy with him gets closer. The person who is always saying thank you, you are more drawn towards them. The one who is always showing appreciation, you are more drawn towards them. He says that I will invite him to approach me, says the Lord. For who would dare to come unless invited? You will be my people and I will be your God. God will put a stamp of approval on you. He will put his stamp on you when you are grateful. When anybody sees you, don't know that this one has got the mark of Christ. This one is a child of God. This one we cannot touch. This one we have to bypass. This one we cannot come and joke with. This one, why? Because God has declared that you, you are his daughter. You, you are his son. How many of us want the stamp of approval? You see, the thing that you have to realize is that when it comes to praising God, it's not just words, it's also in action. And the beauty about praising and appreciating God, there is no formula. You know that prayer has formula. You can pray amiss. Your prayer can fall to the ground, I mean. But you can't praise amiss. Everybody's praise is from within. What's your, the condition of your heart and how you feel is how you praise. You know, when I think I was saying this in Manchester, you realize that all the definitions of praise and the, and the derivatives that come out of it all have a sense of, you know, we used to have that song. Most people don't know it, you know. Yada, extend your hand. Yeah. Oh, we don't sing. Hallelujah. Barak. Uh, uh. Shabak. Shabak. Shabak is praise. Um, Yada is praise. But some of it, you're throwing your hands. Some of it, you're dancing. In fact, I was looking at the um, uh, Strong's Concordance, and when I found some of the mean, how praise is described, I said, see, I see, see, we have more to go. We are not doing well at all. We think we are doing well. Let me give it to you so that when you go home, you practice it because next week we are going to do it. It says that it means to shine, to boast, to make a show of, to celebrate, to glorify, to give light, to be mad, to be clamorously foolish. You see why you are not praising God? You are so conscious. and Because for you to be mad, it means somebody must see that you are mad. For you to be clamorously foolish, your foolishness must be evident. Then it says it means to rave. Okay, we are in church. How many of us have ever gone to a rave? God bless you. It only, uh, God bless you. The rest of you have never gone to a flip. Father, we cast out every spirit of lying. The... Concordance um, reference I was using is from hundreds of years ago, and it was explaining praise as rave. And we think rave only came a few years ago when you people started hiding in uh, garages and dancing. <laughs> to rave means to be irrational, to speak wildly, 
to talk with extreme enthusiasm, to extravagantly describe, then it says, to have a large overnight dance party featuring techno music involving, listen, involving and taking mind-altering drugs such as alcohol. I said yes. Mind-altering. The Holy Spirit will alter your mind. The presence of the Holy Spirit must make you dance like you are raving. Because spirit is spirit. Whiskey is spirit. Gin is spirit. What are some of the drinks you drink? Vodka is spirit. Holy Spirit is if you have the Holy Spirit, where is your manifestation of the Holy Spirit? When we see a drunkard on the road, we know he's a drunkard. We may not know exactly what he has drunk, what drugs he has taken, but all we say is that he's on something. Tell somebody you have to be on something. Tell somebody you have to be on something. Tell somebody you have to be on something. And tell the person I introduced to you this afternoon, be on the Holy Spirit. Take the Holy Spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit. Let him envelope you. Let him come upon you. Let him dwell inside you. Let him empower you. Let him lift you up. Let the Holy Spirit take charge of your life. Somebody rise up onto your feet. Let